Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real-life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. My name is Michelle Hardy from Practice Plan. I just want to share with you my thoughts around keeping patients on plan in a recession, something that's obviously in everyone's mind at the moment um, and is a concern for practices. Of course it is. So, Really, it's just a little overview of why we have patients on plan in the first place. And I thought really it was important just to remind you why as a practice these patients are so important. Um, Obviously, the biggest benefit of having the patients on the plan as opposed to pay as you go is making sure that you have got that guaranteed secure and regular income in the practice, you know, whether the patient attends or not. If you get bad weather or if your dentist is on holiday or things like that, then obviously if the patients are purely pay-as-you-go, then that calls a shortfall because if they're not sitting in the chair, you're not earning any money. Having the patients on the plan, obviously, as well, it bonds them to the practice. So it does stop them shopping around. It keeps them loyal to you and tied in. And if they are paying for a plan membership, they're much more likely to attend on a regular basis. Most plans being an every six monthly cycle. So that means, of course, you can keep on top of their dental health, which is first and foremost at the heart of everything that we try to do. So. Given that it is quite difficult at the moment, one of the things I would sort of suggest to you is to make sure if you haven't done it already, is to take some time out with your team on the front desk to make sure that they feel comfortable and they're reassuring with the patients in terms of how to deal with these queries when they crop up. Because your patients, understandably, some of them are worried and are worried about how they're going to afford their dental care. So just making sure that you're taking some time out with the team, how to deal with that and what options might be available for your patients is a real important step. Because obviously they'll be feeling differently depending on their circumstances themselves And that will obviously have an influence on how they sway the patient one way or another. One of the things I do want to say, though, right at the beginning here as well is, Don't fall into the trap of thinking that everybody is struggling. We have it perpetuated in the media all the time. So it's easy to think that everybody, you know, is struggling with bills. They're struggling with fuel costs going up. They're struggling and worrying about mortgages. And that's not the case. It isn't everybody that's affected. You know, you just have to sort of walk out into the high street and just look at how many people are in the sale shops at the moment. You know, having shopped there a couple of weeks ago, I can tell you that all the shops are full so it is affecting a large percentage and probably a larger percentage than usual of the population but it certainly isn't everyone and we can lose sight of that and think that nobody can afford to be on a plan anymore but we also need to remind ourselves of why it's important to the patient and how it helps them actually to stay on the plan because If they're paying for it, as we said earlier, they're far more likely to attend on a regular basis. So keeping them healthy, we can detect problems earlier if they come into the practice. Longer term, that means they're probably going to be spending less on the dental care and having less invasive treatment. So from a health perspective, it's definitely a win win for the patient. And you'll know better than I do even that how important those regular hygiene appointments are to keep on top of the periodontal disease, which causes the underlying problems in a lot of cases.
Um, it's good for the patient in the fact that obviously when they sign up to your membership plan, they've got a clearly defined flat monthly fee that breaks down very often into pennies a day. So it's almost always cheaper to be a member on your membership plan than it is pay as you go anyway. And of course, as a plan member, your patients do get added value benefits where they get the discount off the cost of any treatments that they need. And they'll often have access to an assistance scheme or an insurance scheme in some cases, um, whereby they can have that access should they need funding towards the cost of some treatment. That breaking it down into the pennies a day, that's a good way to sort of get the messaging across to your team as well. Get them to start to think about what kind of things do they spend their money on and not necessarily think about it. You know, your plan could be as cheap or as, you know, as little as a bar of chocolate or going into a shop and buying your lunch one day a week. Or, you know, as I've said, I'm not sort of suggesting there's not families that can't afford this. What I'm saying is just think about the kind of things that we spend our money on day in, day out and don't think twice about maybe. If, however, having done all of that, you still got a patient on the end of the phone or in the practice worrying and wanting to cancel the plan because they can't afford it, often there's a temptation to move them down to a lower plan membership. Now, what I would say with that is it's always a good idea at any cost to try and keep a patient on a plan, keeping that regular income coming into the practice, keeping them locked into you. But I want to give you another way of thinking about this, because the kind of default position for a lot of practices is to move them maybe from a six monthly model down to an annual plan because of the cost implication. It is cheaper because they're only budgeting now to come once a year. The difficulty with that is getting the patient to move back if we're not managing to maintain them to a six monthly cycle. So one of the things that you perhaps want to think about that definitely has been helpful to our practices is alongside having an annual plan is maybe to think about introducing a plan that the patients can still stay with you, stay locked in, but they're only budgeting for their two examinations and, and bite wings on the plan membership. They then pay for any hygiene appointments separately as and when they come in and need that. Now, the reason I'm suggesting this, as opposed to perhaps dropping the patient down to an annual plan to save money, is because it's so much easier later on when the patients do come in and start paying for those hygiene appointments separately, for them to understand that actually I was better off doing the six monthly plan, including my hygiene, because it allows me to spread the cost of all of this as opposed to moving them to an annual plan for them to save money and be on a lower plan membership fee because it's very very difficult then to get them back from a, an annual plan cycle up to attending once every six months which of course for a lot of patients is the model that we need to ensure that we keep them healthy. If you do want help costing these annual plans, then your regional support manager will be more than happy to be able to help you with that. Or if you want to look at different recall intervals, you know, you may feel that other plan membership models might suit your patients better, then please do get in touch with them. The plan membership should always be better value for your patients. You know, spreading the cost is huge at the moment. So I think we're sure to reassure them with that messaging should keep more of them on plan. But please do ask for help if you need it. Thank you for listening today.